You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. You know what I wanted to do for you last night? I had it. The Rocky theme. (laughs) dun 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 Come on down, girl. Get to swinging. Amen. Woo! Amen. Glory to God. Stand to your feet two seconds. Just two seconds. Now, don't everybody leave now. <laughs> you leave, I'm going to go find you. Y'all saw me last night. I might do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just move around a minute because y'all can't go to sleep. We got somewhere to go. Now, do I have um, a little time where... Like, if I go past 1 o'clock, is that okay? Pastor Maria, I'm asking you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't see how we're going to do all that we got to do. I'm going to preach fast. Y'all going to listen fast. Y'all going to pull on the anointing like you did last night. But I got some hands to lay on some ladies this morning. Okay? So, who needs healing in this house? Okay. I got to preach the word just a little bit first because I want your faith so engaged when you run down to this altar receipt to receive your healing. Did you notice how I said that? To receive your healing, not for Pastor Joanna to lay hands on and hopefully I'll get healed. No, there's a big difference in that. We don't have healing lines. At our church and in Women of God meetings, we don't have healing lines. People say, really? No, we have receiving lines. Jesus is not going to get back on the cross for you to be healed. Y'all realize that? He said, by the stripes on Jesus' back, we were healed. When she talked about that, that is it. See, we go and we receive of what he's already done. See, that's the difference. And then whether or not you feel that instant manifestation You say, I receive it. It's done. I have walked out so many life, and unless the Holy Spirit leads me to, I'm not going to share them because of time's sake, okay? But I've gotten, some of y'all have heard some of the incredible miracles. I will share one real quick that she, she, when she said, when I was healed, when I had a thyroid cancer, and they kept seeing it grow, grow, grow. We were, they wanted to do one last ultrasound before I went in. Well, I had had the prayer of faith. I'd had my pastor, my husband, every pastor should have a pastor, and we have a pastor. I'd had my pastor to lay hands on me. Actually, I had two, and, and they both lay. It, take, it takes a lot of people to keep us straight, you know. We had people, God had blessed us, and we had several men and women of God speaking into our life, and they laid hands on us. I didn't feel the thing leave immediately, but I started saying, thank you, Father, I'm healed. See, I claimed it. So I kept on, and I kept on. The day came when they were taking it and ready to come and said, we got to get you in for surgery. We got to get this thing out. 
Okay, long story short, I'm telling this quick. The day came, and when they did, when he came in to do the ultrasound, do we have any ultrasound technicians in here? The ultrasound tech, that kept doing, y'all know ultrasound, they kept doing, I'm thinking, my gosh, they've never done this before. I mean, it was kind of hurting me they were doing it so much. And so the little tech leaves, and I thought, okay. And she said, just stay here. She goes and actually gets the radiologist. The radiologist comes in there and says, I want to look at this. So he starts doing it, and I'm still not knowing what's going on. My husband and I are standing, and my husband's there because it was such a thing. I mean, he went with me on this one. The doctor says, go back. I need you to get, we're going to clean you up, get, get you back. I want you to go in my office. We go into his office, and I had never seen all the, uh, the pictures of this tumor that was growing. And he, I had not seen them. And so they had them lined up. There was five different screens, if I remember right. I wish my husband was here. It's five or six. Anyway, he, and he had a real strong Hispanic accent. He said, see, I'm not going to try to do it because y'all will laugh at me with my southern accent. I'd usually try to do it, and my daughter's going, oh, Mom, really? No, don't. I know, Brandon, I know y'all never do that when your parents do things. You're like, no, more my kids do. Anyway, so the angel's like, Mom, don't try to do the Hispanic accent. But anyway, so, <laughs> I mean, I say gracias. Listen to me. Gracias. <laughs> I'm from southern Mexico. Anyway, so I'm y'all gonna sit in a minute, but y'all, y'all, y'all probably feel good seeing anyway. So he looked and he said, See, this is when we first saw it. And he said, See, Joanna, here it's growing. And he said, See, here it is this time. And, and it was getting bigger. He said, You see, and we're like, Yeah. And he's going through and he gets to today. He said, And here we are today. He said, I don't know what happened to it. I can't find it. Glory to God. But I had to go through. So when you get hands laid on you, whether it's healing or whatever it is, you say it's done. I receive it. starts messing with you, I want you to hear it. Anybody a boxer here? Somebody got to teach me how to do this a little better. Oh, I got to hurry. I 
feel like I got my workout this morning. <laughs> Who did that? Brandon, did you do that? That's great. My guys, I don't know if you were at the retreat. So our guys did that for me one time. Everybody knows I love it. <laughs> it will, though. It just kind of, that's why you got to rise up. You don't always feel it. That's right. My favorite quote. I got myself out of breath. My favorite quote outside of the Word of God is by Smith Wigglesworth. I, he, said, he said, I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what I hear. But I am moved by this Word of God. You girls, you got to get, it's not all about, there's a statement, and some of y'all have been sit up, sat under my ministry for a long time. So you've heard it before, so just act like you've never heard it. It's okay. I can't stand, there's a statement right now that's common. And when I first heard it, I was like, okay. And then I was like, I don't like that statement. I mean, there's nothing necessarily wrong in the sense of, but the statement is, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm not moved. By what I feel. You don't have to always feel it. You don't have to feel it. You do it. You don't feel relentless. You do it. You see what I'm saying? You decide. I'm not being moved. Last night we had that example. I'm unshakable. I'm unmovable. Y'all getting this? It's not how you feel. You're not always going to feel everything. If y'all think I'm like this 24-7, you're wrong. I get up in the morning. I got up way earlier than I wanted to get up this morning. Holy Spirit woke me up, and I was like, really? <laughs> I'm just being honest. It was a late night. Stayed up later than I meant to. <laughs> and then I'm up. I'm like, really? He's like, pray. I want to do a lot today, but the devil doesn't want it to happen. I was like, yes. Can I get my coffee first, please, sir? <laughs> I kind of went into the hotel room, hit the button. Yeah. So, see, you don't always feel it. It's not about feeling. Look at somebody say, it's not about feelings. Okay, I got to hurry. Things that will stop you from walking as a relentless woman of, God, woman of God. There are some things that will stop you. Open your Bibles. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to preach and fast forward. Y'all got to stay with me here. John 16, verse 1. These things have I spoken to you, that you should not be made to stumble. That word stumble really is offended. Some translation says offended. Offended. That word hinders. What the, from the, he, the, the Greek meaning of that word, it, what it means is it hinders right thought, right conduct. To cause to stumble, to put a snare, to put a stumbling block. Have you ever had something in your way? You're walking along, everything's fine, and all of a sudden something's in your way that didn't need to be there. Hello? Somebody should have gotten that. There's something in your way that shouldn't have been there. Offense should not be there. You say, well, you don't know what they did to me. I understand. Forgiveness is a choice. You will never feel like forgiving somebody. If somebody has been really ugly to you, 
you're not going to feel like forgiving them. You don't wake up one morning, oh, it's a forgiving day. I feel like forgiving today. If you do, please, you can come lay hands on me. I, I don't do that. But I do make, no, it's not easy. But it is a choice. And it can be done. And sometimes you got to do it over and over and over again. I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. And then you'll go by your feelings, okay? So it's a stumbling block. It will stop you. It'll cause you to stumble. In the Amplified, it says it'll cause you to stumble and fall away. Hello? Yeah, talk about relentless. That'd be the opposite because it causes you to fall away. Now, so it'll cause you, offense will cause you to stumble. I'm going to skip down a whole lot because of time. Offense is a trap laid out for you. You've been all weekend hearing about being relentless. Guess what will come? There will be a trap laid out for you. Somebody is going to do something. You say, well, Pastor Joanna, that's not real encouraging. That's called real life. And you will have a choice. Am I going to be a jerk? <laughs> or am I going to walk in the love of God? Choose to forgive and walk as a woman of God. Now, listen to me, girls. Y'all got your pretty little relentless shirts, and you look so cute, and that's great, and that's wonderful. But don't go home to your husband. After being at Women of God all weekend long, hello, wearing your little relentless shirt and acting like a devil from hell. Don't do it. Come on now. Let's have a little fruit of the Spirit. Let's, that's part of walking relentless. That's part of walking relentless. By the time I get home tomorrow, it's a long flight, and then we've got a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive from the airport. It's going to be a long day, okay? We've had a little sleep. I will get home, and my husband will be so happy to see me. I will be very happy to see him too, but I will be really happy to see my bed. I will have a choice. He's going to want to hear everything. I'm going to be out talked out. You understand what I'm saying? So I have a choice. After these things, I've learned. We've learned by the Spirit. You got to just guard some things. You know, you got to guard some things. When you go into work Monday morning, your boss may be seem like the devil from hell. You got to walk relentlessly, walking in the love walk. That's part of it. All right. Okay, we're going to skip down because of time. If you go down to verse six, he said, "But nevertheless." I have said these things, and he's talking about his departure. Okay, he's telling his disciples about his departure. I have said these things, because I have said these things, excuse me, to you, sorrow has filled your heart. So the number one thing, the first thing, not necessarily in order, but the first thing that will stop you from being relentless, number one is offense. Just told you, offense. Number two is right here in verse six. It is sorrow. Some of y'all are going, sorrow? What does she mean? Sorrow. Oh, just living in the past. Sorrow will keep you living in the past. Let me give you an example. Let's say, I mean, let's be real here. Let's say you had your kids before you were serving Jesus. And let's say you didn't do so good in the beginning days of that. 
And then let's say your, your kids grow up and they're adults and they're having some real challenges as adults. So what can happen is sorrow can hit your heart. We're such a bad one. I mean, women, we're hard on ourselves. We are, I don't know about y'all, but I, I have to work on that. Being real here. Well, you know, he's going through this because you didn't do good. You know, those first four years of your son's life, you weren't serving Jesus. And, you know, those, I'm telling you a story right here. I got saved when my son was four years old. So when he hit teenage years, and then after that, I mean, we were on fire for Jesus. And from four years old, that's all he knows. So when he hit teenage years and he went through a few little things, I mean, the devil was right there pounding on this minister of the gospel. Don't you think we don't go through things? Are you kidding me? Well, you know, those first four or five years are the formidable years. And you were partying then. Devil just hit me. And I said something one time to my son, who was a young teenager. I said, I said, well, you know, I know I didn't do everything right. You know what my Holy Ghost son did? He said, Mom, don't say that. He said, you're the best parent. You're the best. And, I, and I, I was beating myself up for what I was doing wrong. What was it? That was sorrow trying to hit me. Well, I just didn't do so good. Stop it, girls. Stop it. Stop it. You got to learn to forgive yourself. Now, that'll preach. That will preach. Release it. Sorrow will stop you from seeing where to go. Okay, let's say you did make some mistakes. And let's say your kid is, I don't know, give me a 10. And let's say from the age of birth to 10, you've done horrible. I mean, let's, let's talk real. Okay, you haven't done good. You haven't trained them. You haven't, whatever. Okay? And all of a sudden, you get saved, and you want them to go to church, and they're rebellious as all get out, and you're like so beating yourself up. It'll stop you from seeing where to go. Sorrow will stop you from getting clear direction because you're so beating yourself up over what maybe you did do wrong. You got to let it go so you can go on and see where to go and how God is a God of restoration. He will redeem that stuff. Okay, so number two, that'll stop you. What was it? Sorrow. Number three, and I'm talking a lot of y'all. Many of y'all have had those first two. But I'm telling you, a lot of y'all, this is going to hit. If I can find the right note for it, there it is. <laughs> I've moved the page too quick because I'm hurrying. Is weariness. Look at Matthew eleven twenty eight. Matthew eleven twenty eight. If I could go there, okay, I'll read it from there. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Some of you this weekend came in here so burdened down. He's wanting to refresh you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. When it uses the word souls there, you can go ahead and be moving it. Oh, the word souls there is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Where we need rest 
in, this, in that. I mean, some of y'all, I mean, I, women, we have trouble with this. Our brain just gets to go in. That soulless area, our mind, our will, our emotions, dear God, let's not go there, girls. Well, they didn't speak to me. I guess they like, yeah, I didn't get, you know. Guys that are here, you're like, huh? Yeah, it, it's a real deal with us girls. Okay, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. He wants you to leave this place today easy and light. You say, well, it's not that easy. My yoke. See, we're exchanging. Some of y'all carried, carried, carrying in yokes. His yoke. We got to exchange it. His yoke is easy, and his burden is light. The third thing that will stop you is weariness every time. I, when I woke up at 5, whatever it was, this morning, it does not take me that long to get ready. I'm just telling you, I could have gotten ready in a lot shorter time. The, when I woke up, he said he brought up those three points to me. And he said, many of you have physical, I'm reading what he said, have physical sickness, sicknesses as a result of these three things. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, and girls, we, especially that weariness thing, we just work ourselves to a frazzle sometimes. I'm going to say something to you young mamas. Those that are, your kids are going and growing, go, yeah, get, yeah, tell them, tell them. Come on, come on over 50 girls, come on, help me out here. Okay. Your kids do not have to do every sport. I'm not saying my kids did sports, don't misunderstand that. My daughter did dance, my daughter, misunderstand what I'm saying. But they don't need to be doing five things at a time. And I can't tell you how many young girls I see, young ladies, Young mothers, okay, the pole, <laughs> going around and around and around. Oh, gosh, I'm going to get dizzy. And around. Yes. Oh, I got to get this one to dance. Oh, this one's got to go to softball. Oh, this one's got to go to, oh, well, she's out of dance now. She's got to go to gymnastics. Oh, she's out of gymnastics. Oh, she goes to basketball. You know, I mean, we're going round and round. And then there's an extra meeting like this. Oh, well, I'm just too busy. I'm tired. I can't go. We wonder why we're suffering spiritually. So that was a freebie. That wasn't in my notes. That somebody needed that. I'm just helping you young mamas there. You don't have to. There is a really great word that I want to teach y'all that y'all all need to learn. You ready? It's a wonderful word. It's really short, and you all need to get it in your vocabulary. You ready? This is going to be revelation here. Y'all ready? No. No, we're not doing three sports at the same time. No. Okay, help y'all. Okay, go to Hebrews 10. That was for somebody. That was not on my radar. That was not in my thoughts, and it sure wasn't in my notes. I'm telling you, if whoever all that's for will grab hold. I see a mama going, that's for me. Then grab it and obey it. Walk in it. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Go to Hebrews 10, 23. Hallelujah. See, I, I marked my Bible. 
<laughs> because you get under the anointing up here and you're like, um, Genesis is where? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all try it. <laughs> okay, Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast. Holding fast is a firm grip. Okay, I'll do it to you because I know you did. <laughs> I started to grab somebody that I didn't know of. I better not do that. Now, you're little. I'm not doing it to you. You're too little. <laughs> okay. Holding fast. I mean, I might break precious little Pastor Rosie. She's so sweet, so petite. Could have. Okay. Hold. Get up here quick. Okay. Okay. Holding fast is a firm grip. I mean, okay. Now, I'm going to hold you, but it's not going to be firm, and you're going to get away from me. Okay? We didn't practice this. You got it. That's the way a lot of y'all are doing with this relentless faith thing. I'm holding on. I'm, well, I thought I was holding on. Pastor, you want to pray for me? I thought I was holding on. You're good. You're good. I'll take you on the road with me. <laughs> holding fast is a firm grip. I'm not letting go. Oh, no. And if the devil tries to fight, oh, oh no. You're lost it. I'm not letting go. Amen. See what I mean? It's a whole holding fast. What are we holding fast? The confession. How do you make a confession? Somebody said it. I think you said it. He said, how do you make a confession? You say it. You speak it out with your mouth. Holding fast the confession of our hope. What is hope? Now, anybody that's ever been to a retreat lately should be able to give me the definition Yes, it's not the conferences. A lot of y'all hadn't been to the conferences, but quite a few of y'all have been to the Arkansas retreat. What is the definition of the word hope? It is, because all y'all are looking at me. Y'all are going to remember when I started. Joyful. Yeah, she's back there. Confident expectation of good. Say it with me. Joyful, confident expectation of good. We say, now, Y'all, I still cannot believe that school was called yesterday. My Arkansas kids are like, I haven't texted my daughter yet, but she's a teacher and she'd be going, you're kidding me. They got out of school. And I said, well, there was a little bit of snow. You know, I mean, the, you know, anyway, yay, y'all got out of school. Don't misunderstand me. Man, it was fun. Y'all don't get this, so yay. Don't misunderstand me. But so many of y'all's kids on Thursday maybe went to bed saying, Oh, I hope they don't. We don't have school. Any y'all have that? Oh, I hope that is a natural hope. Okay, I hope uh, you know that it warms up out there. It's not supposed to be this cold in Las Vegas, Nevada. I mean, I'm like, what? It's not supposed to be this cold. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, my brain that doesn't that didn't, didn't work in my brain. I was like, huh? I gotta take a coat? What? Yeah. You know, that's that kind of hope. But Bible hope is joyful, confident, expectation of good. Say it. Write it down. Get it. Your hope, confident, expectation of good. Now, get back to that scripture. So I want you all to get this. We're going to put it all together. The media, pe the, the people on Facebook Live are going, huh? 
just happened here. Okay, let us hold fast. So we're, remember the firm grip. <laughs> the confession. How do we make our confession? Speak it out. Of our hope, our joyful, confident expectation of good without wavering. You don't leave here making a confession. Yes, I believe I receive. Yes, I'm going to, whatever. Whatever you're hoping for, whatever you're believing for. And then in 30 minutes, say, well, I just don't know. I thought I got healed, but I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling a little funny. No, you keep your confession in line. You hold on. The devil will bring, I had, when I first got saved, I had a dear saint lady that, that I really don't want to know how old she was at the time because I called her an older lady, and I think she was about my age now, but I'm not older and don't say that. <laughs> We're getting better, right, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had what I used to say as an older lady, but I had a woman that had been in the church, and she was great. And she told me, she said, now, honey, you receive prayer healing. She said, the devil's going to come right back with his lying symptoms. She's like, well, let me tell you what I do. And that's as good. This is good. This is not for me, but I'm going to take it now. She said, this is what I do. She said, when the devil tries to bring me his lying symptoms that I just got healed of, and I know I got healed of, because he'll do, he'll bring lying symptoms. And most of us say, oh, I didn't get it. And guess what? Right then, you've opened the door of the devil, and, those, and you really, it's back. Okay? This is what she said. She said, when devil does that to me, I say, oh, devil, thank you. She first said, I was kind of like, what? She said, you just reminded me that I need to praise my Jesus for my healing again. It's good, isn't it? The devil starts trying to mess with you. Oh, no. You just, I don't know that I'd say thank you, but, you know. <laughs> you just reminded me to start praising Jesus. You do that, you'll walk everything out. Telling you, somebody that's been healed so many times. That's how you walk it out. Okay, go down, skip down a few verses, verse 35. Therefore, anytime it says therefore in the Bible, you need to search out what it's there for. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Don't cast it away. Don't throw it away when you get to the parking lot. Do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive your promise. This describes the capacity to bear up under difficult circumstances. Not with a passive complacency. I know there are different personalities. We're all different. Thank God everybody's not like me. Thank God, it would be so noisy. <laughs> it would be loud, and people would be bouncing off the walls all the time. Thank God everybody's not like me. I'm serious. But in our spirit, man, you may outwardly express things differently. I get that. But I also know you've got you've to... Not be passive in the spirit. Your personality may be more of a passive, and that's fine. But your spirit man inside of you, if you are a relentless woman of God, there ought to be a, a not passive. You're not passive. You're like a lion. you got the rocky music going inside you. Now, you may not go all out like I just did, but inside you, you're yeah. 
That's what some of y'all do. <laughs> see, if all of y'all had been doing what I was doing, we'd have been knocking each other down. So, see, it's a good thing. Everything's done decently and in order. <laughs> okay, okay. So, with a hopeful fortitude, listen to this, that actively resist weariness and defeat. Girls, you got to actively engage your faith to resist weariness. When God promised me that husband of mine was going to get saved, when is he going to get saved? I'm really tired of this heathen. He needs to get saved. He's acting like a devil from hell, and I got to live with him and walk the love walk. God, when's he going to get saved? I'm getting, now, do you hear the weariness in my voice saying that? You need to start in your prayer closet. Thank you, God, for this saved, spirit-filled, Holy Ghost man of God. And then when he acts like a devil from hell, oh, Jesus, I trust you. Thank you, Father. Calling those things that be not as though they are. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not grow weary while doing good. I'm telling you, weariness will stop you from being relentless. Oh, glory to God. Go to Acts 28. We're going to close, I think. <laughs> I'm trying, okay? I'm skipping a lot. Oh, what time is tonight? I know a lot of California is going back, but, but for, for here, what time is tonight? Six. Okay, because I've heard six and I've heard seven. I'm like, okay. How long of a nap am I going to get? No. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Go get a nap this afternoon. I don't care if it's 20 minutes. It's gone. Don't you say no. <laughs> she knows me. I lay there and I'm like, oh, what's God going to do tonight? Oh. And then she'll hear me. She's in the room next to me. She hears me. Music starts going. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's not the rock music. <laughs> okay, God, let's look at a man of God that was relentless. Acts 28, verse 1. Let's go here quick. This is Paul on the island of Malta. When they had escaped, they found out that that island was called Malta. I just told you that. But, you know. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper, which was a very deadly one, the most deadly snakes in that area, Okay, uh, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. I'm going to have to fasten on you in a second. Fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice not, does not allow him to live. But Paul, relentless man of God, shook off the snake, the creature, into the fire and suffered no harm, no harm, no ill effects. What drove out the viper? Why did the viper come out? What The heat. Some of y'all are getting some heat, some fire this weekend. And the devil will try, get up here, the devil will try to come and I mean, immediately. Now, notice, they barely gathered the brushwood. And, the, and that, that devil, 
that the viper immediately grabbed on to Paul. I mean, immediately. The Bible says the devil, the thief, comes to steal the word immediately. Now, Paul, just stay with me. Paul did not stay there and go, hmm, there is a snake attached to my hand. He did not, he didn't just go, hmm, I wonder if this is a poisonous snake. I wonder why God would allow this snake. Come on now. No! He shook that thing right off. He shook it off immediately. I'm going to give you girls a key. Some of you, the reason you're having trouble, and let's just be real, every one of us have done this, myself included, that depression, that demon, that snake of depression, of weariness, of oppression, of whatever it is, comes and tries to attack you. Like, God, it's been a rough time. And we said, God, nobody's here for me. I'm there for everybody else. You know, we, we get real pitiful. You know that. And then we sound holy. Oh, but God, I'm so alone. I mean, don't you know God sometimes wants to just come down and say, shut up, Joanna? <laughs> he wouldn't, but I would do it for him. <laughs> I want to say, shut up, Joanna, sometimes. <laughs> and we let that snake attach to us while we sit in our little pity party. And we're so pitiful, and then it takes 10 women around you to help shake that stinking snake off of you because you let it get a firm grip on you. Girls, you got to learn immediately. That thing tries to attach to you whatever it is. Whatever it is. You got to learn immediately to deal with that thing. You got to learn it. Girls, let me tell you something. It's just high time. Okay, y'all don't say this, I bet. We say this in Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, that region. It's not just time. It's high time. It is high time. Everybody say high time. That means like past time. It is high time. Y'all learned a southern statement now. It is. High time. We start shaking that devil off. We start shaking off that depression. We start shaking off that worry. We start shaking off those things that would stop us. Girls, we fix to have us a shaking session. <laughs> We're fixing to shake off some stuff. You got, if you're going to be a relentless woman of God, you got to learn how to shake it off quick. I mean, how stupid would it look? <laughs> I don't know what happened. How stupid would it look if Paul had just stood there? There's a snake attached to me. And girls, I if I have anybody in here that likes snakes, more power to you. <laughs> Bless you, sister. But to me, <laughs> only good snake, I'm sorry, just cut me anyway, right? Okay, you've heard it, I know. The only good, kind of good snake is a dead snake. Sorry, I said it. I mean, it's like last night I talked about cat owners and dog owners. I think I could feel some people when I said I'm a dog person, not a cat person. I think I feel, could feel some people going, 
See, that's what God made us different. Remember, y'all don't all want to be like me. <laughs> and that's a, that's a sermon right there. Quit trying to be like somebody you like or you admire. Be you. Be who God made you. If you like dogs, great. If you like cats, great. If you like snakes, great. If you like whatever. You see what I'm saying? God made us different. If you like lots of bling, more power to you. If you don't like any, my sister and I are as different as night and day. I mean, I wanted to bring her a tiny little thing. We, we go to Mexico a lot on making trips. Isn't this pretty like Mexico? Anyway, yeah, and I, it was only a one-of-a-kind piece, and she wanted it, and I got it. Anyway, but, uh, but seriously, I wanted to bring my sister back something tiny. She's like, I might want to hurt your feelings, but I'm not going to wear it. We're different. God made us all different. Come on, girls. Quit trying to be somebody else. Okay. To be relentless, you got to learn how to shake immediately. Pull up our key scripture for this weekend, and we're closing. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. You don't even have to look at it. You don't have to get your Bible because this is out of the passion. But we thank God for giving us the victory. Can somebody thank God as conquerors through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one? So now, beloved ones, stand firm, secure, live your lives with an unshakable confidence. For we know that we prosper and excel in every season by serving the Lord. Because as we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive with fruit that endures. We've got to learn to shake him off instead of being shaken. Girls, that was a lot better statement than y'all got. The devil's been shaking us. We've got to learn that we share to shake him and not. Oh, thank you, Father. You know what he says, said? If you'd get to shaking quicker, you wouldn't be shaking. Write that down. <laughs> I need to, seriously, somebody write down, text it to me, something, Sue's busy. Somebody get me, that is good. That's straight from the Holy Ghost. What'd I say? That's why I said write it down. You won't be shaken. Thank you, sister. If you get to shaking, you won't be shaking. See, if you be quick on it, with the first thought of whatever, I can't do this. How many of y'all ever heard that lie? Now, I don't have enough of the Bible. Girls, who has a computer? Who owns a computer? Raise your hand. Just keep your hand up, okay? Who owns a smartphone? Raise your hand. Who has access to a computer or a smartphone? Keep your hands up. Who has access to one of these devices at your office, at your school, whatever? I think about every hand. There's this magical little thing. It's called Google. I know. It's a great new invention, right? You can, I mean, tell, ask Google anything. And Google will tell you where that scripture is. You know, when I started this stuff, we had, okay, somebody help me. It's been doing this a while. We had all the concordances. Dear God, you think I travel with a lot of books now? Oh, God, I don't think I'd be able to travel. I had all these, I mean, big mama daddy. And I told you all about mama daddy last night. So mama daddy books, big old Vines Concordance, Vines Expository Dictionary. There was the big Strong's Concordance. You can do all of that on BibleGateway.com or BibleStudyTools.com. Bible Bible 
Our electricity went out one time. We had a pretty bad storm. We have a lot of storms where I live. This has been several years, and it was like right before conference, and it was what I call, I have what I call a block-away day. When I'm getting ready for a conference, I do these block-away days. We're fasting and praying and studying. So my husband knows if I say it's block-away day, or he says it's block-away day, see you later, honey. You know, and I lock away, hence the name, block-away day. Anyway, and electricity went out. And they were like saying it was going to be like, I mean, it was bad. And I didn't have Google. <laughs> and I didn't have BibleGateway.com or BibleStudyTools.com. And I was like, and I looked at my husband. I said, I'm going to have to go old school, aren't I? I had all the, I kind of enjoyed it. It was kind of fun, actually. Because <laughs> it kind of took me back to my roots. You know, and I had them all at, you want something bad enough is my point. You can find the scripture. You can, I don't care how nearly saved you are. You can find it if you want it. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is, is this it? Is this it? Okay. 